Hi, I'm Angela Lee and welcome to the Will to Live podcast where we share with you the gifts of living. I speak to inspiring wellness leaders, mums, celebrities, business people, super grannies and more to help you live your potential, connect to your purpose and bring joy to your life. Discovering your will to live a fulfilling life starts now. And welcome everyone to the next episode of the Will to Live podcast. And today's guest is Mark Haynes and he's the founder of Universal Human Energy. And today we're going to be talking energetics and epigenetics. And it's something that I'm personally really, really interested in. I'm so excited about this discussion. So thanks so much for um, joining us, Mark, and sharing your words of wisdom with us. Thank you for having me. I guess, you know, the first thing I'd love for you to find out, because it's some pretty cutting edge and cool stuff that you're doing, I'd sort of love to sort of find out a bit about your background and sort of your journey and sort of what led you to founding a company called Universal Human Energy. Yeah, right. Good question. So (laughs) um, I guess I could go as far back as like, I think it was 17. I started getting really curious about life. And what I mean by that is like, just sort of almost daydreaming about there's more to it than what we were shown or what we would see Mm -hmm. Um, more to the nine to five more to the you know everything that was um, being shown and taught to us through schooling and society and stuff like that so that curiosity just grew and I think by the time I was 18 or 19 um, I really remember starting to explore all things that um, that would help elevate our frequency or shift our frequency and vibration in different ways. Mm -hmm. Um, I couldn't even tell you what sparked that. Maybe my mum was a big influence. I'm not sure. Thanks, Mm mum. Shout out to mum. But so, uh, and then things just started to evolve from there. Like, so, I mean, in the, in early, excuse me, in the early days, it was just um, around, you know, how food and exercise and mind meditation would influence um, how we feel, how we think. Um, and then I was heavily into martial arts back then, and that definitely helped that influencing factor. I started Reiki um, back then as well, which is sort of energy work, hands on healing. Um, and things just evolved. And I even remember, I think my first email address was um, mhhighvibrations at yahoo.com. And um, I've still got it. Yeah, and yeah. so I was like, okay, that's cool. And then when I moved into the field of um, personal training and just working with others, um, I chose the business name Universal Energy. And um, so that sort of started, uh, and that was probably about mid-20s. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then from there, the evolution or the change into Universal Human Energy came from some close friends of mine at the time who were in the space of um, sort of a design and um, and marketing and and that field and Mm. I went to them for some logo stuff and uh, I was having trouble back in the day because everyone would think Universal Energy was an energy company Mm. is uh, selling electricity (laughs) yeah pretty much and sort of I guess when you think about it right Um, but just very different to what uh, I'd um, I'd set out to do Mm -hmm. and um, so they came up with well how about we put human in there and I was like man that's gold like that's um, an awesome, an awesome fit, and it's got a nice, nice tone and resonance to it. So, Universal mm. Human Energy has been, uh, I guess, official in that space now for maybe about three or four years. Mm-hmm. Um, and along that journey, everything from um, 
uh, now working in the space of epigenetics, um, as you know, using some awesome technology from PH360 and Shea, um, to working on healing retreats and um, diving into the space of, you know, mind and belief systems and the programs that we um, that we still play out in our adult life from childhood, mm-hmm. and then the energetics all around that and um, everything from. I guess tapping into people's spaces and places to the environment around you um, what and what I believe to be a gift and a skill we all have um, but it's just never been taught um, and like anything else it needs to be practiced right so mm-hmm. you know the way we get good at sport the way we get good at our careers or whatever everything else is through trial and error and practice 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 and it's the same thing with energetics and the awareness of self and um Mm. That's really, I think that's really important too because I think some people just think oh I just can't do that or I, I'm not really into that you know what I mean but really yeah. we've all been given that gift it's just about um, accessing it just some question I'd like to just clarify when you said before about raising frequencies and vibration like I get what you mean but how would you describe that to I guess a person who's kind of new to energy work if you, when you're talking about what does it I guess mean to sort of raise your frequency and vibration to you um, to me, yeah, because I guess obviously the perspective is very individual. Um, I guess what it means to me is how the question I was asking is like, how do I go about keeping my energetics or my frequency? And that could be the, the good feelings, the, the health um, within, within me high, higher mm-hmm. um, or to elevate them, right? Because um, I mean to be very grounded with it. We live in a world that sort of bombards us with um, chaos and negativity. And um, I mean, uh, there is plenty of the opposite around, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but um, uh, you know, it's a lot of the, I mean, to go on a tangent here, but you know, I mean like some of the programs we watch, some of the, the material that we read all sort of is feeding us with certain energetics and certain frequencies, um, whether we're aware of it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, which don't necessarily support higher vibrational states or mm-hmm. expansive vibrational states. So mm-hmm. um, there are so many layers to it. Um, it's just about where do you start or, or where would you go? But um, did that answer your question? Yeah, yeah, no, it does. I'm just sort of seeing what, how you would sort of describe it. I think it's really interesting. I don't know if this is correct, but for me, when I feel that my vibration's high and I'm sort of, like I've raised it and operating at a higher level. Like I, I really find that like my intuition is just so strong and it's like sometimes Perfect. I, you know, know that something's going to happen before it happens, like not to the details, but yeah, I know I'm going to bump into someone there or I can just feel that that's, you know, the right thing to do. Like you have a, like, I guess a greater sense of knowing and like the synchronicities just seem to fall into place easier or things flow a bit more. I don't know. Like I, I'm not there all the time. I want to be there all the time, but those patches that you have, and I feel that that's something, would you agree with that? Yeah, a hundred percent. And I actually just got goosebumps when you said that. So that's like a, a, one of the little telltale signs that things are, things are in, things are in alignment or on the right path. Um, Yeah. Like a flow state might be a a better way to describe it, but definitely things like um, intuition and those, that side of life, those gifts or skills, whatever you want to call them, like the Mm. magic, you could label it as that. I know that Mm. sounds very esoteric, but um, Mm. you know what I mean? It's a, it's a, it's a beautiful word. Um, do become heightened because we're more resonating with that that and operating in that high level of frequency or that higher mm. vibrational state. Mm. I guess to to give you maybe 
another perspective, it would be like, oh, when, when you feel sick or, or low emotionally or whatever else, they are lower states of mm-hmm. vibration. And they're not wrong by any means because mm-hmm. um, we are human and it's natural to ebb and flow mm-hmm. up and down. And you could literally look at the classic drawn uh, music wave and it has highs and lows. Mm-hmm. And that is our life. That is the way it is designed. And it's not just music. That's the frequency mm-hmm. of life. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just how do we raise the standard for our, our resonant frequency to be higher, more naturally, knowing mm-hmm. that it will still have peaks and troughs. And then so when we're feeling happy and joyful and you know our body feels healthy, that is uh, an elevated state, a higher level of frequencies running through you. So, yeah. yeah. And it's so cool because it is accessible to all of us. It's just the choices that we make, isn't it? And I think we're going to delve into that in a a moment. But so in terms of universal human energy, like what is sort of, I guess, you know, what is that about? Like how would you describe, I guess, what you do and what human universal human energy is about? Yeah, cool. Um, So, I mean, the overall, the, the summary is it encompasses or encapsulates everything from epigenetics to energetics. Mm -hmm. um but uh, to break it down a bit further like and i guess just do a sort of a classic pitch type summary you know universal human energy combines the best of epigenetics technology modern science even geometry ancient wisdom and energetics to deliver highly personalized wellness Mm -hmm. um so what i've tried to do is i've tried to look at all the things that will support all the things i've learned over the years and the best best of everything we have around us Um, because that includes modern science as well as ancient science or ancient medicine um, as well as today's technology and wrapping it all up um, in a product or a service that can serve and support others. Mm, Yeah, it's so cool. And I think that's what I'd love to get out in this podcast really is some of your wisdom so we can actually help people raise their vibration and understand it more and give them actually things to do which i would love to do that's a passion of mine because for me if you want to have the will to live your best life you need to be operating at that level so you can do it and that's what i find really great about all this stuff and you know i guess you know our physical body so our physical health obviously impacts our our energetics or our vibration that we're putting out to the world and our vibration affects our physical body. Did you just want to chat about sort of the link between the two and I guess how you would go about, you know, approaching that with someone? Yeah. Okay. I mean, well, I might, I'll definitely answer that question because it's an mm-hmm. awesome question. I'll mm-hmm. um, rewind a bit more and just sort of paint a picture of, um, I guess one of the fundamentals of universal human energy is interconnection. Mm-hmm. Um, because if we go through that first then it'll help, some minds be able to join the dots a little easier to how those things are linked. Um, so like the two, the two, the two foundational um, fundamentals of universal human energy are um, interconnection and personalization. And that's within the mind, body wellness and our essence or spirit, whatever label you want to put on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if we just, uh, I guess, look at interconnection as the point of this conversation, um, it's, um, I guess, the overarching meaning of interconnection um, is absolutely everything is connected or better said, interconnected. Um, and um, this is fundamental to life, to the universe. I mean, when you, uh, when you follow some of the history books, the whole, in the whole of history, science itself has never found an isolated system in nature. Um, so meaning nothing is separate, right? It's all um, 
it's all the same ecosystem and um, we're a part of that ecosystem. Human mm. beings are a part of nature, our nature. Um, and so there's that famous saying, you may have heard it, um, all the listeners may have heard it, but it's like, um, as above, so below, as within, so without, and as the universe, so our soul. And um, that's sort of what that saying is getting at. It's like the interconnection between all spaces and places, between all elements and facets of life and nature itself. Mm -hmm. um, and so like to give you some examples or to look at that on the macro scale, you know, we could easily say the wind affects the trees and, and the rain affects the rivers and the animals and stuff like that. And, um, you know, one, one human can affect another. We, we definitely have all experienced that over time. Mm. Um, and then, um, the, we know, you know, science or you know, most of us would know these days that the moon affects the oceans and the sun affects the planets in the solar system. So there's all this interconnection going on that we don't really think about or don't join the dots on. Mm -hmm. And then we can zoom into the micro scale of, of what interconnections is all about. And it's like, you know, our food can affect the way we feel, can affect our mind. Um, and then we could, you know, so on and so forth. And we could dial right down to the cellular level and then to the quantum scale. And it's, um, mm -hmm. so nothing is, is separate in, the, in that space, um, mm -hmm. which opens a, <clears throat> excuse me, it opens a really cool, um, like perspective when you can grasp that or, mm. um, you know, and when you can integrate that understanding, it is a game changer because I guess not to go too far on a tangent, but life is, has, um, definitely sort of shoved down our throats the, the message of separation. Mm -hmm. you, know, you can see that in humanity. You can see that in like, you know, as simple as, you know, some, you know, as simple as some supplements, they just take an isolate of a natural um, compound and go, yeah, this is the best thing for you. But no, in nature, they, it's all works together as one to yeah. give you the best result, not just pull one, one constituent out of it. And then, um, and then mega dose it. But anyway, like I said, I tangent. <laughs> so, yeah, um, so I think that's so important for people to understand. And that's, you know, from my, for me personally, where I'm sort of, moving forward with some of my new programs like four dimensional stuff it's actually integrating the physical mental emotional spiritual because they all impact each other you know and i think you know that's just one layer and you go sort of you know deeper you know again so i think it's really um yeah really important for for just to people to start becoming more aware of that in their in their daily yeah. life like how what how they're feeding their body not just nutritionally but with everything else um around them too so yeah now i'd love to sort of hear how you were sort of approach things in terms of you know, the physical affecting our energetics or the energetics affecting our physical, like where would you start with someone? Um, so, I mean, hang on, sorry, I'm in a different box in my mind. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so I guess when someone comes to me for coaching or some guidance or whatever it may be, I always start with where they're at you know what I mean? And try and meet them for their needs because the initial might just be for nutrition, like classically speaking, or might just be for some movement based coaching or whatever else, but through an, an, like an initial consult process, um, excuse me, through initial consult process, we'll dive a bit more into the why, you know, why they're really here, why, why are they looking for these results, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And then through that process, I try and, uh, enlighten you could say or explain to them uh, or expand their awareness is an awesome way to say it. Mm -hmm. yeah 
uh, around everything we've been discussing. So around like um, how everything is connected and, you know, it's no longer science can tell us epigenetics for sure. Mm. um, As you, as you well know, Mm. um, shows us and tells us that it's not just about food and exercise. It's not just about there are other elements like our social and our environment and our mind. Um, And so I take that one further um, and look at four key elements with anybody and that's their mind their so their mental body their emotional body their physical body and then their energetics Mm. um so i guess there's no there's no one way i start with anyone it Mm. is like let's um see what they're after and then over time um or out of the first conversation i can steer it in another in another direction with um with their guidance as well um Mm. it generally comes over time because you build that relationship Mm -hmm. um and um and then take it down whichever path they need. Cause I mean, some people aren't ready to, to work on the emotion. Um, mm. And that is totally fine because everyone's mm. on their own path and mm. uh, on their own timeline. So, you know what I mean? Sometimes the easiest place to start to get wellness or to increase the vibration or to expand mm. their human potential is just to start as easy as food and exercise. Mm. And then you may have experienced this in your coaching as well, but like when you start getting traction in one area of someone's life, it mm. sort of spills over into other areas and some yeah. turbulence might come up in it. And then, or they're like, Oh no, this needs addressing now because you know, they're starting to move their mind, body and energetics in that, in that um, direction of, of change and expansion and healing. And so it's just this natural process. Yeah. So I, I try and plug in along that journey as, as many places as um, they need, want, feel, think, know. Yeah. Do you want to chat? That's um, a little bit about too, like I guess the link between obviously we're talking energetics and epigenetics, like how the two can, I guess, influence each other. So, you know, how, you know, when we change our vibrational state, we can, you know, change our gene expression really in a way and vice versa. So, yeah, do you want to sort of delve into a brief, <laughs> probably very, <laughs> a brief sort of overview so people can get a feel of that? Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. Like, I mean, I'll do a similar thing on the interconnection thing. I think it'd be a good idea just to mm. maybe sort of uh, uh, explain mm. like energetics. I'll explain them sort of semi-separately, energetics and epigenetics, just for um, context, and then we'll join the join the two. So I'm like, I mean. <laughs> Everything, I mean, the over, I guess the over, the summary of all of it is everything is energy and everything carries an energetic signature. Um, So like science, and there's plenty of science out there now that will say, yes, we're energy. Like when they've started to dig down into the quantum spaces and places, it's all energetics and oscillating and fluctuating frequencies and vibrations. Mm-hmm. Um, and that doesn't matter if it's, uh, you know, if it's food, if it's human, if it's an animal, if it's a plant, there is all, it's all energy, right? So, mm-hmm. um, uh, yeah, so there's that part. So that's, um, I guess the sort of the energetics and, mm-hmm. um, depending on an influencing factor, those energetics can be, uh, dissonant by nature or chaotic, or they can have a lovely harmonic resonance and, um, so obviously we're looking to try and create as much harmony and, and um, harmonics within our our mind, body and energetics as possible because that's what holds us in a higher, happier, healthier state. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so then to look at epigenetics and I mean the so epigenetics 
um, to rewind a bit on that is like uh, we're all human. We have uh, we have we all have genetics or DNA as our blueprint, like the plans of a building. Um, and then um, when those plans, let's use the analogy of the building. So the gen our genetics is the plans of the building, and the building itself ex itself is the epigenetics. So it's the expression of that plan. Mm -hmm. So to bring that back to human form is like um, our our DNA or genetics is our blueprint. And then uh, when it comes in contact with an environment or lifestyle influences, that is the, the epigenetics is the expression of that. Mm -hmm. um, so, and this is all quantified by science, right? So there's, there's the two elements. We've got epigenetics and genetics. I don't know if I explained that very well, but maybe no, it's I great. Did, maybe. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. No, good. Okay, cool. As long as everyone's still following me. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and then so to pull it back to, I think your question was like, um, how they how, live together, influence each other. Yeah. 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 So there's them, there's them separately. And, um, I guess maybe within the summary statement itself, you can probably start mm. starting to understand how they are linked because everything carries an energetic signature. But if we were just to, um, I, I guess, ground it a bit more and go, uh, something like, um, so eating eating right and moving is like a great start on the journey of like um, human uh, increased human potential or living in a high vibrational state um, and then when we bring um, to the next layer on top of that will be or how can we i'm sorry i'm slightly tangenting here but i'm just going to roll with it um how can we um uh increase increase that again and that's bringing modern science and technology i.e ph360 or shea because that gives us not just a general move and eat, it allows us to actually feed our mind and body what it's designed and needs at that moment in time, which means the frequencies and the resonance of what we're feeding is going to be more harmonious with us. Mm -hmm. um, so that just takes it, takes it up a notch. Mm -hmm. um, and then, I mean, how does this all relate to higher states of frequency might be a question we'd ask. And it's like, well, the more alignment, uh, the more alignment we have um, with our mind, body, and energetics, um, the more that frequency will resonate, will be stronger, will be longer lasting. Um, uh, did that make sense? I'm, yeah, yeah, no, that's I'm cool. Like, so I think it's, you know, obviously that's a great place for people to start is like understanding what their body needs from a nutritional and an exercise point of view, because if they do that, they'll be more harmonious and, you know, that will help raise their frequency. And then I guess then it's that next level of, you know, how their mind works or what other things people can do. I'd love for you to share that could also help raise their vibration. Like, you know, for people that are sort of harmoniously eating and exercise, what would be the next thing for people to sort of, you know, delve into if they really wanted to? Yeah, right. And I guess the two, it's awesome. And thanks for the redirect. That's perfect. <laughs> 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 it's because um, the part I was missing out of that, I mean, because like that was very, very grounded, right, with food and exercise, but there's mm. the emotion and the mindset that also play a, play a factor in, mm. in our states of being. Um, so it's like, I mean, the, the rule of thumb first and my advice to everyone always is awareness and, and you, and you, um, brushed mm -hmm. on that before is like becoming more aware. So, I mean, I call it emotional intelligence. It's not, mm -hmm. you know, it's not my label. It's been used plenty of times, but mm -hmm. you know, just to understand what are your emotions trying to tell you? What are your feelings trying to tell you? Um, uh, what is your body trying to tell you? 
because they're all signs and messages to steer us in in a certain direction and um and so uh practicing awareness of those emotions and then just asking the question you know what does this mean um why is this here it, it, you may not get an answer and i mean that's a whole other conversation on how to listen to the <laughs> listen to the uh the messages that come back to us from the universe or god or whatever you want to whatever label you want to put mm. on it but stage one is um is just being aware and then asking because those emotions are there for a reason and they literally are a guidance system they yeah. are a they are a means to navigate to the next level you know I mean, we naturally know if we're feeling shit all the time mm. then we're not in a good space um, yeah. so follow the bliss is like you know a saying that's been been used in a while but Mm. has been used over time but um i guess you know it's uh it's a powerful practice to um to spend time just still in space it might be the beginning or the end of a day it might be in a a, a moment during the day it doesn't doesn't need to be long mm. if you've got more time sweet but just to, to be still and just to listen to what's going on um yeah. does that does that make sense yeah i think that's so important because i think people are just on the like the the rap living the rat race right like so they're just on that treadmill every day every day doing the same thing and people aren't they're just shoving their emotions down they're not thinking about it so i think you know just having those short still moments and they don't have to be long moments and actually acknowledging that emotion and i'm very much similar to you like i always say you know what's you know what's this emotion teaching me what's the highest intent of this emotion and you know because there, there's always a highest intent even the awful ones right so yeah yeah and i think it's just getting people to have that awareness is is really important and i think you know standing outside just in nature as you said you know moving away from that to-do list all the time like i think that that's yeah you know, that that's critical and so what are some other things that you would suggest people to do from an energetics point of view to raise their energy um i mean the the classic ones are um like being still stop and smell the roses exact is exactly that like because what it allows us to do is actually connect and be present um in the moment so i mean meditation is a is a really powerful tool but it's not necessarily for everyone and meditation can be very different for other for the individual because there is such things as um, moving meditation or some people enjoy sitting still in a space you know, there are many forms of meditation. We've just got this classic framing that um, meditation is like a Buddhist monk who sits, you know, in some weird pretzel position um, yeah. for hours on end, which it doesn't have to be at all. It could just be, uh, it's basically a connected moment in time. And however that is for you um, as the individual, then um, will be very beneficial because spending more of those moments in time, uh, connected moments in time expands um our awareness uh, increases our vibrational state because we're a part of the ecosystem, as we said in the very beginning. So the more we can, the more we can stay in harmony with it, the more we can connect with it, the more we can benefit from it. So meditation is a good one. Being in nature is another one. Um, I mean, there's even science. Um, I can't remember the exact uh, 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 specifics of it, but um, you know, like, spending 30 minutes to 60 minutes in in nature was like you know spending four hours in meditation or something like it's um mm. it's therapeutic benefits are phenomenal mm. you know whether that's the beach for you beach for one person or, mm. or the mountains for another it's a very powerful um uh 
thing to do. I mean, and if you wanted to supercharge it, like I, um, I have a park just up the road from mine and I basically just walk around barefoot on the ground mm. because it's allowing me to be connected. And again, there's plenty of science to say the negative ions that we receive through um, grounding ourselves is again, another way to mm. keep the frequencies high, to recharge, to replenish. Um, so it's, <clears throat> it doesn't have to be difficult and it's just a, a few little things that you could remap into, into the lifestyle. Um, that can go a long way. I mean, there's, there's a whole rap sheet. I mean, I use, I guess what I have used over time is things like affirmations. Um, and like, they're not necessarily going to fix any problem, but they definitely can help in the moment. Mm. Um, and so it's just helping shift sort of stuck emotion or stuck frequencies. So you can, um, either um, resolve that stuff later or just move to a, a better space um things like quality essential oils because they do carry higher um levels of frequency um these are all sort of things i i use as add-ons to my life outside of you know the eating and exercise and the mm. um, day-to-day stuff so yeah that's really cool and i guess it's you know important for people to understand that those things actually have an impact on the expression of your genes and your your physical wellness you know which is 100% yeah just amazing you know so i think it's really yeah. important to for people to just really understand that link yeah it's um i guess like i'll pull it back to um you know everything having an energetic signature if you if we think if we can put that lens on mm. and and when we when we make decisions or look at things in life um, from that perspective that everything is energy Mm-hmm. Um, you can really start to see um, the things that would be like positive and very beneficial versus mm-hmm. things that aren't. And mm-hmm. you know what? We all like to, um, you know, have a drink or have a burger or whatever. That's cool. Um, it's about the balance. Mm-hmm. Um, as long you know what I mean? That's what I say to people, you know, life's about living. And if that's, if that's what you enjoy doing, then do it. But mm-hmm. if you want to, more human potential and you want to live a higher vibrational life, then, just make sure the balance is in your favor or the favor of those um, higher frequency plugins. Yeah. Yeah. And what are some of the benefits, I guess, you know, to your life or some of the clients that you've worked with when you actually, you know, work on like all levels to raise their vibration. So you do the emotional stuff, you do the nutrition, the mindset, the energetics, like what are some, I guess, changes that you've seen? Like um, the, the cool way to, so, I mean, of varying degrees, obviously, um, the most profound, I've had a few, uh, the most profound ones that I've um, um, uh, had to experience, I had the pleasure of being a part of, um, were on the healing retreats because on the healing retreats, we actually use all, um, all, all layers. So, you know, I mean, the food's mapped out um, epigenetically. Um, there's exercise plugged in throughout the days at their, at their um, most appropriate times for them. And then uh, there are like uh, sessions that we do on the mind and then energetic sessions we do as well. So it's, um, and I mean, the, the way I would explain it would be what someone gets out of one week would be like six to nine months of um, personal development work if they were to do it out on their own, mm-hmm. um, just because it's just such a, a, an amazing guided experience plugging in all of the things that you know we need in one session um it's not necessary like i mean i've done a lot of work um and i've done my fair share of healings as well 
had my fair share of healings as well. But um, so it can be done without needing to be on a retreat. But um, it was just, a, it is a massive eye opener when you've been playing in that space and understand the power of mm. working on our emotions as well as our mindset, as well as mm. our physical body. You know mm. what I mean? And then the energetics are, are all a part of that because we can't get away from the energetics. With my one on one clients, um, I mean, again, it's, I mean, it's always very individual, but um, I guess just it depends what they come for, right? So classically, um, working with a gentleman for over over a year, about a year and a half now, and he had some um, major shifts physically and mentally through changing his exercise and his mindset. Uh, sorry, his food and his mindset, and that was. Um, like he had the shakes and the sweats and anxiety for 10 years and uh, after, in less than one week they disappeared um, from remapping his food and then just uh, looking at, you know, the framings or the self chat that was going on mm -hmm. um, and helping him shift that. And uh, in the year and a half that I've been with him, it hasn't happened once from that point. Mm. So, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, that shit spins my wheels, man. I love it. That's why I do what yeah. I do because it's just, just changing people's lives. In, in the and that's the thing. These, these are, there are solutions available, you know. That's yeah, what yeah. people to understand. If you haven't got a solution for what's going on with you, like keep digging or keep exploring or maybe, you know, tap into something that you haven't tried yet, but it's powerful. Like I've seen it a lot as well. Like it's pretty, it's pretty full on. Um, pretty full on stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it, I mean it can be uh, it can be scary, but um, mm. that's again that's just our mind getting in the way. Like, mm. I mean, our mind is a wonderful thing, and it can also be a uh, yeah. a big hindrance. And um, but um, I guess what I try and try and get out there as much as possible is like, it, don't be afraid to ask. Don't be afraid to put your hand up. Um, like. Uh, just, I mean, being aware and being open is definitely the first step. Um, and, uh, that can take you a long way because when we start, um, as you said, asking the question or, or spending time in those two sp spaces, you'll be surprised at what turns up around you. Mm. And then it's your choice whether or not to action what, what is presented after that point. And mm. when you're ready, you're ready. You know I mean? I've been working with this lady now for nine months and she initially came to me for just food and exercise. And, um, and then we, we did her genetics and epigenetics and really got some, some good traction um, for her body and, and other sort of um, physical ailments. Mm. And, um, but I knew energetically there was more going on. And like, even if you want to go higher again, I knew why she was in my life or why she crossed my, we crossed each other's path. Mm. Um, Cause it was more to do with um, some trapped emotion and trauma. Mm. And um, and uh, she um, she shared it with me for the first time the other week, and I almost cried in the middle of a gym floor in the middle of a session because it was a very beautiful moment in time. Yeah. Um, and she's never told anyone before. But mm. so her progression at her own pace and in her own time was like she she felt open and ready enough to talk about it. Mm. And so like just from that one point alone, like the change in her. Uh, has been profound like she's mm. just she i can feel and see the difference in her vibrational state but yeah. you know i mean just looking at her with a, a smile on her face or a little bit more of a glow like it's still there's still stuff to be addressed and she knows that mm. and uh, i don't i personally don't put any pressure on when or how mm -hmm. um 
but uh it's just uh it's beautiful to watch it all unfold you know the yeah the, i love cat. those moments yeah because you know that they're there it's just in you're right when they come it's that's pretty powerful yeah. something that i'm really interested in this is probably more of a selfish question for me because i'd like your answer but you know how you said like when we sit still and you know answers are available to us i guess and you know when we get out in that space like how would you help people decipher those messages because sometimes you know in my experiences sometimes i get a message but then other times I, I don't know whether it's the message or you know sometimes then I think my mind overrides things and <laughs> takes yeah. over so it's sort of I guess helping differentiate do you have any advice around that side of things yeah one word practice, practice. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I guess, practice and trust it trust the trust energy. yes perfect yeah look yeah. Um, again it's it's in alignment with like you know uh, uh, using energetic seeing and feeling and knowing and the mm. intuition side, like it's all there for all of us. Mm. We just have to, um, we have to be open and aware to it one. Mm. Uh, and then as you said, trust, and then it's almost a, it's almost a, a cycle, right? I think I actually posted about this on Instagram the other day. It was like mm. part one is to be aware or part one is to stay curious and open. Part two is to be aware. Part three is to listen. Part four is to trust. And then part five is to repeat the process over again and again yeah. and again, because I mean, if I, if I use my life as an, as an example, that's how I've learned to navigate myself now personally in business mm. um, with choices and, and directions is because I've, I've, um, I was initially open to all of this and then, you know, we'd get this, you know, this answer come to me and it could be in the form of mother nature. It could be in the form mm -hmm. of this book that I just popped out of me on a stand somewhere or, or mm -hmm. someone might've said something out of their whole sentence, a few words resonated. I'm like, oh, like these are all how the messages might come. Mm -hmm. There's plenty of other, other ways as well. And I was like, you know, at first you're like, Oh, is that, is that a thing? Is that it? And he's like, yeah, okay, cool. And then maybe it would happen again. And he's like, yeah, okay, I'm going to follow this. Mm. Um, but then as you well said, sometimes the mind will come in and it always will like that mm. is the human part of our, of our mind. And as we mm. practice, we can learn to distinguish the difference between mind chatter and like intuition or knowings. Mm. And, um, and then over sort of repeating that process and the, okay, I'm going to follow this. Oh yeah, that actually, that was a, that was awesome. Like that was exactly what I needed and was the way I was supposed to go. So you, yeah. then you start building that trust and that momentum. Yeah. And, um, you know, and it, like the, the analogy would be, you've got to crawl before you can walk and walk before you can run. Right. Yeah. Like I'd love for this type of stuff to be taught in schools, but it's not. So mm. we're sort of literally running around on this planet, um, trying to learn about this space the best way we can. Um, but there were plenty that's of... where I think as parent, like I've got a three-year-old and I think, you know, if, if we can educate more people about it with children, like there's a chance that, you know, we can start educating our children, you know, yes. and make a difference to that person and, yeah. you know, hopefully do it that way. But yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Like, I just think it would be so, you know, amazingly powerful for, for that to happen. And I think, yeah, just trusting and just following those things and just my biggest lessons that I have to learn is that I've got to stop trying to control the outcome like, you know what I mean? I've just surrender and surrender to it and not be attached to it. You know, yes. I guess that's because I think, you know, I go through these phases where 
I'll be in flow. Then I like do all this work and it's like, nothing's happening now. Why isn't something happening now? But then it's like, well, it is happening in its own time. I need to just <laughs> race the moment, you know? So it's kind of, you get, you, you experience those patches and then, you know, I tend to like want it more and more, which is my personality type. But um, <laughs> that's so cool, Mark. I'll definitely, all that stuff that you're talking about, like your healing retreats, your coaching and everything, I'll definitely put all that in the, um, the links for the guys and sort of all your um, Instagram stuff. Cause I love following you on Instagram. Um, you have some you. Great posts there. So there's some really cool stuff to follow there. And I guess I just wanted to finish up today's call with, you know, what would be your piece of advice for people to find the will to live their most fulfilling life? What would be some of your insights to share? Um, so uh, I'd probably give you about the top, the top four I'd say. And um some of them we've we've discussed because mm -hmm. they're very they're very relevant. But like to always stay curious mm -hmm. and be open. Um, like curiosity just brings in the desire for knowledge, which can then be wisdom. So to stay curious about life, about why things the way they are. Like you know, um, yeah, curiosity is a big one. It's I mean, it's that's what kids are, right? Kids are mm -hmm. curious all the time, and we sort of lose that a little bit yeah. um, through society's conditioning and adulting and all the other awesome stuff that we're supposed to do. <laughs> um, so to stay curious and open would be at the top to mm. practice awareness, um, self -aware, like awareness of self being, I mean, there is only self-awareness if you want to mm. dig down to that rabbit hole, but we won't. Um, <laughs> um, so practice awareness of our environment, of ourself, of others. Um, yeah. Rather than just, as we spoke about just that nine to five, walking around like a robot or a zombie, like be more present, more connected, Mm -hmm. So, uh, and then to use, to use what tools you have around you, like that's everything from today's tech in the space of epigenetics to affirmations or prayers, uh, essential oils, or like music is a great way to lift our spirits or increase mm -hmm. vibration, but it's the choice of music, right? And it's, you know what I mean? Like we might be feeling down. So we're going to listen to a dance song. Is that really like your best choice? Probably not, but mm. whatever works for you, man. <laughs> um, and then, um, uh, and then to ask for help or guidance because mm. there's plenty of people um, willing to help and to um, sharing the light. Like, and it, it could be a simple, simple request or something, something bigger. Um, but uh, there's plenty of plenty of us around, uh, you included, right? That um, that are here to support and guide and be that be that light. Well, we all are for each other. I I truly believe. Um, yeah. I mean, like, I'm gonna keep tangenting here, but like, we can learn from um, kids. Like, I look at children I don't have any of my own. I'm like, oh man, that's that. How's that lesson just coming straight at me? You know what I mean? From a three year old, and they can't even talk. But you know, the, so there's so much guidance and, and lessons and messages going around. It's just our awareness, as yeah. we discussed, is whether and how we receive it. So. Yeah. yeah, no, that's awesome. That's so cool. And like, I've definitely um, done an energetic session with Mark, so I can highly recommend it. I got some really cool um, <laughs> insights, which was, um, which was which was pretty spinny, actually. It was really, um, it was a really good process. So I love exploring those things. So I'll definitely put those links down. But thanks so much for joining us today. It's been an awesome chat, and um, yeah, we'll we'll catch up soon. Yes, thank you, Angela. Thank you, Angela. Thank you. Namaste. <laughs> Namaste. <laughs> I'm Angela Lee, and you've been listening to Will to Live, the podcast. You can join us on Facebook in our Will to Live online community, that's L-I-V, 
Facebook group or follow Angela Lee on social media and at www.angelalee.com.au. Also, if you enjoyed this podcast and would like to pay for the gifts of living, please share with your friends. And if you haven't already, please rate and review the podcast. Thanks so much.